and a lot of times what's holding us back is that stuff we we earned, we learned at a younger age that has not been addressed that's still there that you don't even know is there. Because if you grew up in a household or a neighborhood, you know, that from average and below, I don't care if you had a good life, you know what I'm saying, if you had a good life and below, a lot of stuff that you heard at that time was still stuff that you need to deprogram. You know, some people say, well, I didn't grow up, you know, poor or whatever. Well, that's a that's a rarity who didn't. I mean, I guess what we didn't call poor, we didn't call compared to those people poor, but, you know, we had food in the refrigerator, we went on trips and all that. But still, those things that were taught at that time need to be dug up also and and evaluated and looked at. Look at some of the things that, that you heard back then and see, here's the challenge again. You don't even know though, what those thoughts are until they come up, and then you don't even think about them when they come up. Like, for example, you don't know that some of y'all got a problem with rich people. And you will say it right now. <laughs> now, I don't have no problem with rich people. As a matter of fact, I plan on being. You don't have no. But there's something that's in you that came in at three, four, five, or six that you heard from the whole neighborhood and other folks that said something about rich people that was not good. And you know that you don't even know that's a problem with you trying to make money and trying to get money. Because then, you know, you. You do that, you know, you rich, you got this, and people, you know, you you evil, you crooked, and you can't be around. You don't even know that that's somewhere buried deep down inside of you, that you're fighting, and, you know, and that's just one example that we talk about here, that you got to get, you know, start thinking about those things, and why am I thinking that way, and why do I feel this way, and why I got a problem with rejection and why I can't let people say what they say. Why Why does it, those things are inside of us, folks. Now, the only thing that's going to bring that out is us talking about it, books, um, you know, audios, changing the environment. The environment is probably the most important. Like I said, if you, um, man, if you moved into a home of a wealthy person, you probably won't have to read books. I mean, you will because that's what they do, most of them. But you wouldn't have to because you would be in an environment enough. And I'm not even talking about them giving you anything. I'm just saying being around them for a year and you'll start acting and doing the things that they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Being around them for a couple of years, just being in that environment and and seeing how people change and how they talk and how they act and how you're going to be wind up, you'll wind up doing that too. Just, but see, we don't have that environment. We don't have that environment. Now, I i mean, when I realized I didn't have it, you ought to know what I did. The, the environment is the books. The environment is the books. It's right there. You can make that your life if you want to. You know, just the same way you make everything else that you're doing and, and operating in, how you watch things and listen to things, you can make that your life if you want to. You know, one of the problems, I mean, I jumped into all this teaching and talking, I didn't even give you the (laughs) replay number and all that. (laughs) You know, one of the problems is that you don't believe that if you get it, that it's going to happen for you because you want to to start reading books for a year and then look at your progress and say, well, ain't nothing happened. Probably not. You want to do it for two years? Probably not. Three years, probably not. Four years, I don't know. Maybe five years, I don't know. Depends on where you are and what you're doing. <clears throat> See, that's the misleading part there because nobody wants to tell you that. Because that's where you quit. Because you want some instant. See, you didn't get programmed that way. Hold on a second. Let me let me give you the replay number: seven one two four three two ten eighty five. And the same pin code, seven eight three three five seven pound. Also, you can go to the podcast, you know, Apple, iTunes, all of them, and put Tony Fleming in mindset. But you didn't get programmed that way. You got programmed um, year after year after year after year as a kid. 
you heard same thing every year from your neighbors, from your pastor. From, from you got programmed that way. Now you want to get deprogrammed and and relearn another way. You want to you want to it 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 took years to get that ingrained in you. Now we want to invert, reverse some of that stuff out. You don't want to go through that process because here's the thing. During the time you was going through it at a young age, you didn't know you was going through it. You were just living life. So you wouldn't count to say, well, this year I should be uh, smarter and richer, you know, in the seventh grade. In the eighth grade, I should be smarter and richer. And you weren't thinking that. You were just going to school because that's what you're supposed to do, getting programmed. You were just hanging with your neighbors because that's what you're supposed to do. So you were just living. And so for you to learn who you are, I mean, to be the person that you are, it took years. But you wouldn't count the time and looking at it. You wouldn't like you're doing now. See, in order to reverse some of that stuff, you got to ignore the time and just kind of just keep grinding and live your life and just do the things. So, okay, I'm going to change my whole attitude, my format, my friends I'm around. And just, you know, and that's that's the hardest thing to do. Because you're looking for a reward when you start doing it. And you didn't get a reward when you started in the first grade, second grade, third grade. You, you, you passed class, but that wasn't the, the programming I'm talking about. So you didn't pass class. You didn't graduate from those the things that they was. You graduated from passing a test, but it was other things being programmed in our thoughts at that time. You know, like I said, what 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 Tony? Rich people are evil. Money don't grow on trees. Don't work too hard. Everybody don't supposed to have this. You know, we, we look at our neighborhood. That's who we are. Everybody in our neighborhood is supposed to be this way. I mean. All kind of stuff that was put in us. All kind of stuff that we heard at an early age. Oh, don't even talk about turning on the news and seeing, see, that's what you're supposed to be. Look at them folks. They robbing and stealing and killing. They selling dope. They doing all this stuff that you sit up and you watched on the news and you had other, you, you letting your kids watch it now. All that programming that you didn't know was programming, that you didn't know was coming into your system, is locked in. And now we're trying to Crack that thing and reverse it out. <laughs> and you looking at your watch like, well, man, I read three books. I've been on three of those calls. Now I was on ten of those calls. I was on a hundred of those calls. I was on two hundred of those calls. Hmm. See, the government don't know how long it takes to lock it in, but they know within that window of one year to twelve years that they're gonna get it in somehow, some form. They're going to lock it in to where when you leave out of that system, they're going to be like, okay. It's going to take a surgeon <laughs> to change some of this stuff. <laughs> and that's all we talk about here, man, is that, you know, you can't, and, you know, and you can't. You just, you, you got to keep grinding. You got to keep going for it. Now, I, but because I get on these calls every morning, I believe it can happen. Because it slowly happened for me. I'm still changing. My thought process still changes. My my thoughts are, are changing. But it's, you know, it happened for me. But, it you know, it's been taking time and work and, and all that stuff that I've, you know. It, it can happen. Because I wouldn't be on here every morning saying this if I didn't think it could. And it's amazing how I picture people. When I, when I say this stuff, I'm picturing other folks that I know it can happen for uh, if they just put the work in. And I also know where their thoughts are, and I know also know the battle that they're going in, they're going through in their head because I went through the same battle, kind of, not as much because remember, when I came into this business type, this profession, I was already programming my mind from ten years before. So my problem was. I didn't have a business to run. I didn't have, you know, it's like I used to see people sitting in church. You know, some of these mega churches, and they get fired up because the pastor get to preaching and telling them they they can have the world and God gonna blow up, you know, do this for them, and they fired up, buddy. But then when you leave out of the church, you don't have a business to go to. All you doing is going to work the next day, and there's nothing you could do with that. I mean, it was, you know, people they think they could, you know, I'm just gonna go to work and the Lord gonna just give me that company or something. I don't know what they're thinking. But I know you didn't have, most people don't have anything to to get up every morning and strive for. 
because I sit there and listen to it. I was like, man, this is good stuff here. But it's only good stuff if people got, got something that they can go and build. You know, because that thing about, you know, you could be a janitor at McDonald's and and you, if you pay your tithes and say your affirmation, do all this, and, you know, you the world's going to, some stuff they should say. I'd be like, <laughs> really? <laughs> so you, you had to have something. You got to have something to be striving for every morning. Y'all do. You do have something. You do have some things that you need to be striving for every morning that you can be. But you got to deal with those thoughts and battle battle those thoughts in your head that's going to come. And uh, it's the person that can rise above that. All right, so let's get into uh, – I don't know where that came from today. That was just – that was a long opening. <laughs> opening used about a minute and a half, two minutes, but that was – I don't – you know – I need to go back and listen to that and see where, where that came from. All right. Um, I've been talking about some points that I just wrote down the other day. I just pulled out a sheet of paper and just started writing some things down that I think people need to know. And uh, if I look at my notes, the first thing, two days ago I talked about, well, two calls ago I talked about uh, you got to go beyond the thing that uh, saying, the, uh, saying it. you got to actually get up and do it. You know, I'm talking about affirmations and stuff. I'm not saying don't do affirmations, but you got to get up and do it. Then I said that it's not what you say, it's what you believe and how you feel about what you say. Remember I was talking about you got to feel it and believe it as you say it, kind of like a comedian in the club that really believes that joke and feels it and they're saying it. Um, and then I talked about learning the how-tos and, you know, that the answer, you know, a answer is learning about, um, you know, the how-tos is a answer, but the answer is learn about yourself and learn about people. So a answer is, you know, how do I um, figure out things in the back office? That's a answer. How do I read this script? That's a answer. Uh, learn about my product? That's a answer. But the answer, the answer to it all is learn about yourself and learn about people. If you consistently learn and work on that, you can win all over. You can win everywhere. And then I talked about on the last call uh, was, uh, you know, your behavior has to happen before success. Remember, I said you got to be going through the process. So you, the things that will help you win has to happen first, meaning that if you're trying to make a million dollars a year and your goal and your goal says that in order for you to do that, you got to talk to ten people a day, you know, inbox five people, direct message five people, mail out stuff every day. And if that's the what you have to do, that's that's the behavior. So in order for you to get to the success, those behaviors has to start to happen first. You can't have the success then to, then do the behavior. That's what people say. As soon as I start making money, and then I'll really start doing the business. No, you got to make some money first. Then you know it just doesn't work that way. So you you got to do the behavior. I mean, I'm sorry, you got to you just got to start doing the work first before you make the money because that's what people say. I want to make the money first, then I do the work. No, you got to do the work first, then make the money. All right, then I talked about goals, and uh, I gave an example of Michael Johnson walking in the grocery store saying, I got a list of things. So when I walk in the Safeway with a list of things, I come right out and I got the things, I'm good. But walking without a list, you know, I wind up in a donut aisle and everywhere else. Same thing with your goals. If you're writing down the list of things that you want, you know, you you got a you got a better chance than not writing them down. And then I talked about this is the main thing here for the next sixty days. Don't say stuff out loud, dumb, stupid, and negative. Just don't do it. I've been catching myself for the last you know couple of days when we started. Have y'all even have y'all stayed on that? I'm sure you have. So that's what I'm gonna say. I'm a, I'm sure you've been doing that. You've been doing that. You've been watching the words you say. I know you have been doing that. You've been watching the, the things that are dumb, stupid, and negative, and they're not coming out of your mouth. I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact that you all have been monitoring that. Because for one thing is you can watch you can, certain things that you can control, and that's what we're talking about. You can control the words come out of your mouth. You can catch them and stop them before they come out. 
You can control how much news you watch and what you consume, meaning even the food that you consume, how much television you consume, what you're watching when you consume that. You can control all of that. Now, here's the thing. You've got to understand that, again, that when you're watching certain things, it gets in your Remember I said that a lot of people think they can just watch stuff and it doesn't affect them. You know, all the crimes, all the murders, all the sex, drugs, rock and roll, all the stupid stuff, all the stuff that you see, you think that you can, no. Remember I said, now, if you programming your mind every day, seven, eight days, like I'm listening to stuff hours every day as I go along in life, then maybe I can pop and listen to stuff and pop out. But that's not what you're doing. Matter of fact, you fighting. If you're fighting a personal development and don't want to really do it, and you think 30 minutes of personal development or hour of personal development or hour and a half of books and personal development will override three, four hours of frivolous, stupid television, then you're wrong. You would be wrong. And so you got to understand that. So you can't, when I say watch what you consume, I'm not telling everybody to throw away their television because I know you're not going to do that. But I just need you to understand that you can't consume everything and think it's not affecting you. Because I gave an example of advertisement. It affects you. That's why we say what, what makes advertising work is that it's, a, it's out loud and you hear it every day. That's why I was saying monitor what we say out loud. Now, I'm not saying you got, you got to be the super positive person because I know how hard that is to change right now. The super positive person is going to come later on. But the best way to start is just don't say it out loud. You know, you can, you can have all of the – because when I tell you to be positive, you don't want to hear that. I understand that. That's fine. You got to you – because you're saying my life is this, my life is that, I don't have that. All right, we got that. But what we're saying is even though that's the case, just don't say it out loud to nobody. You know, if you feel like, you know, my business ain't going to grow, just don't say it out loud to somebody. You know, I tried this for two years and a year. Just don't say it. Just don't say it for the next 60 days. Whatever it is, if it's, if it's next, don't say it. So you can control that. You can. You can control that if you want to. Then we talked about uh, – um, the things that, you know, like number three when it comes to sacrificing the game plan, the things that you're not going to do. Remember we talked about write down five things that you will not do right now that will help make your life better. I'm just not going to do it because the people who succeed in life, it's things they do not, they just don't do them. You see, there's something, you know, I posted about um, what the pandemic has done is given us this, has cleared out this illusion of control that we thought we had. See, we think we can control everything. We, we, that's an illusion. You don't control anything. Like he said in the video, maybe the air conditioning unit, you might can do that and touch it up and down. But you don't control a lot of things that people say. Those people say, I, you can't control me. Okay, go try to get on a plane now and see if you got to put a mask on. Go try to go to another country and see if you ain't got to be quarantined for 14 days. Go try to do anything when you go in a restaurant now. See, you don't control all this stuff. There was an illusion that we had that we did it. The pandemic has showed us that we don't control this stuff. Now, we can control the words we say, and you can battle with your mind to try to control those thoughts, but, you know, you can't control it. You know, I I was listening to, um, what's the old dude for the Hawks? Vince, I was going to say Vince Young, Vince Carter. Vince Carter been playing now 41 years. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> he ain't been playing 41 years. He's 41 years old and still in the NBA. Now, I don't know. He might have been playing when he came out the womb playing basketball, so he could be playing 41 years, but he's 41 years old. And he talks about that these kids today have an illusion of choices. And the guy interviewed him and said, what do you mean by that? He said, well, at 37 and 36, I realized I didn't have any choices. He said, what do you mean by that? He said, it was either I did this or I didn't get it. See, I didn't have no choice not to do this. I didn't have a choice not to eat right. I didn't have a choice not to eat junk food after the game. I didn't have a choice not to lift weights. I, I had to do it in order for me to win. 
I had to do it. It wasn't no choice, you know, either or. He said, no. You, he said these guys now, they're just playing around with it and thinking, they, it ain't no choice. If you want to win, if you want to continue to play, he said, for me, if I want to continue to play, knowing my needs and this and that, these are the things I had to do. It wasn't no choice in it. Well, let me decide if I want to do it or not. Mm-mm. Ain't no choice. It's the same thing in our business. Ain't no, you know, you no choice. I mean, I'm an independent. Writer. No, no, no. You either you make calls all day long, get rejected, get in somebody's inbox, direct message, send out stuff every day. Ain't no choice to that. You got to do that. Huh? That's the illusion that we have. We figure we can go around it and get it any other. No, it's certain things that you have to do, and there ain't no choices to it. You know what I'm saying? You just got to do it. All right, so that's a recap. Now, let's talk about, dang, that was a recap, and it's 725. <laughs> so I guess we're going to go a little longer today. Let me, <laughs> dang. All right, let's talk about number four. Remember, I skipped number four and jumped from, I did one, two, and three, then I jumped to, what, eight, nine, ten, and eleven? Yeah. So, number four, to sculpture, to, to sculpture your world. You know how you, you ever see, like, a painter that's chipping on a a piece of wood or something to, to make a sculpture out of it or a piece of brick, and they just chipping away, and then, you know, you know next thing you know, not next thing you know, but when it's finally done as a, a person inside there. I remember the little kid that was watching the guy said, how did you know that little man was in there? <laughs> but, you know, you're chipping away on it. In order to to sculpture your world, your life, to get you where you want to be, you know, you say you want to be at six figures. You want to be this person that's, you know, that's a role model or whatever. In order, whatever you whatever you saying you want to do, to acquire those goals, there's three things that I'm talking about. Now, it's probably more than that. Well, no, probably a lot more than that. But let's talk about these three things that you have to have. Number one, in order to get where you want to get to, you got to have a desire to get it. Because the desire is going to bring the passion out. If there's no, no desire, you're not going to have passion for it. And you have to have passion to go after your goals and dreams. You have to have passion to feel, you know, feel like you can have success. If you think about in your life, and, and if you could come up with some things from from the first grade to now, something that you was passionate about, and I don't know what you're passionate about, but whatever you were passionate about, you you probably had some success in that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you, you think about something that you was passionate about that you did, and I don't know, you know, um, I look at me when I <clears throat> played football in high school. I wasn't really passionate about it. I played because I love the sport, and I played because all my partners were playing. You know, I'm like, dang, these are guys I hang out with, so let me go and play. And so I love playing, but I wasn't super passionate about it. I was decent. You know, I got a few awards and, you know, player of the week and, player the you know, the county player, not the city. <laughs> the county. County with player of the week a couple of times and you know, I I did decent I done, you know, I played. I don't I didn't ride the bench. So but I wasn't passionate about doing that. It, it I love the sport. I love the game. I love that. But I just wouldn't but the guys that I know that were passionate about it now, uh, and I'm talking about not just at my high school or any place else. A lot of those guys went on and played in college, and they did other things that they were. Now they didn't make it to the NFL. There was only a couple of guys I knew that did that. But just to get that far, just to get that far in what they did, uh, you had to be passionate about it. I mean, you had to go to practice. You had to want to go to practice. You had to want to do the things that you had to want to be in the weight room. You know. <laughs> My thing was, <laughs> I didn't want to be in the weight room. You know, we used to have, like, starting my sophomore year, you know, uh, during the off season in school, you know, we still worked out in the weight room because we had, we were probably one of the few schools that had all these weights. They was, you know, my coach was, you know, 
was, uh, let me put it this way. The school that I went to, you know, it, it used to be predominantly white. Then it, you know, then it became predominantly black, and our coach was still a white guy. But the gym was, we had a lot of weights in there. You didn't usually have that at other schools. So, so we worked out a lot with weights. Well, they did. Because during the off season, you know, at 2 o'clock, we had all the players had their P.E. at 2 o'clock from 2 to 3. And the coach would want us in the weight room. <laughs> now, he never would be in there. So at 2 o'clock, I would sneak at home. <laughs> I'd get home and watch uh, one of them. Was it All My Children or General Hospital? One of them shows that was on at that time. <laughs> so I wasn't in the weight room doing the dip bars and all that. That's what they wanted to do. And the coach eventually found out about it and made me show up in it. And I, I hated it because I was probably one of the few guys at that time that got the 250-pound shirt. You know, everybody walked around the school with, uh, you know, I benched 250 pounds. I didn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I tell you what, I bet you I'm probably one of the, of all the guys now that can bench 250, and I bet you the guys went to school with me now can't bench it. <laughs> But at that time, I I didn't touch it. I wasn't passionate about it. I wasn't passionate about it. It was just, I, you know, I loved to hang out with the guys and have fun. And, you know, we was in practice every day having jokes and stuff. I wasn't passionate about it, though. See, if you become passionate about something, you love to do it. You can't wait to do it. you got to brag about it. You know, there were some guys in the school, every day they had a different 250-pound shirt on. <laughs> Every day. They had something on that dealt with the football team. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have that on. <laughs> but they, they were passionate about it. I wasn't. I was passionate about partying and Biggie saying BSing. Partying, B, I was pas- I was passionate about that. <laughs> and chasing the girls. <laughs> That was my passion. And I put in some work on that too, buddy. That was, you know, that's all I thought about. Um, but if you look at your life and think, what were you passionate about? What did you do? Because you got to have a desire to do that. Second thing you got to have is expectations, meaning that you got to believe that you're going to win by doing that. That's a challenge that we got to go. We got to have, we got to see, you know how I say that you believe that you're good at, at spades when you sit down, you don't believe that you're going to lose, right? Think about that. Think about that feeling you have. Everybody that plays spades and think they play well, you think that as soon as you sit at that card table, whoever you got with you, you're going to win, right? That kind of feeling you got to get when it comes to business. You know, you got to have that feeling or whatever you do. I don't know if you play chess, you play checkers, you play, you know, any games that you're confident in or anything in life that you feel like you can do. Like growing up, it's a lady uh, in my neighborhood two doors from us. She was, and I didn't understand that at the time, but she was divorced. She had a decent-sized house, big house. She probably was scared to be in that house. And she had a goal in the backyard, and she let us, you know, redo that goal. I mean, we took the backboard down and painted it and, and, you know, put the square on there, and we put up some nets. And so she would let us come back there and play at any time because she wanted some company, I guess, and she didn't want nobody robbing, breaking in her house. So we used to come in that backyard and play. And could nobody beat me in the backyard. I don't care who it was. Guys came from all around us, everywhere. And these guys were ball players that played, you know, in the eighth grade or seventh grade or something like that in, in elementary school. I didn't play. Well, I did, and they. <laughs> I got kicked out for joking. <laughs> Man, seventh grade. I, <laughs> I won the seventh grade championship, you know, when you compete against each other. <laughs> and then in practice, the coach kicked me out. So, But I, so I wasn't on the physical team in the seventh, eighth grade. But any of them guys who came in the backyard back there, I, I was so confident that, that I could throw the ball up from anywhere. I don't care where, wherever it pulled up at. Because I shot back there in that goal every day. I mean, I put the rim up, I painted, put the nets up, and I'm talking about some days when nobody was around, I would be back there dribbling. I remember we used to try to 
count the time to eight o'clock on Saturday morning because we didn't want to wake her up because we knew she was gonna be she was in the house. But we would just kind of wait, and then all of a sudden the ball started bouncing in the backyard. <laughs> I know she hated that part, but when she wasn't there, she loved that part because we was always back there. But you know, I mean, I lived to get up every day and go over there and shoot in that goal, and so I was I had I had expectations that nobody was going to beat me. I mean, I remember this one guy. I'm going to tell this story. I ain't never told this story, I guess. I may be. But this guy was the bully in the neighborhood. Everybody was scared of him, including me. And so, <laughs> include me. And one night, <clears throat> I was over there shooting just by myself. And it wasn't, it was probably about 4 o'clock that day, 5 o'clock. He passes by walking with his partners. And, you know, he was cool with me. We had never gotten in a fight or nothing like that. But everybody knew he was a bully. I knew he was a bully. <clears throat> so he walked back there with his partners and said, let's play, you know what I'm saying? So, And his partners couldn't play, so they just stood around, and me and him started playing. And, man, you know, <laughs> I beat this guy. I beat this guy at least three, four games straight. And he didn't want to leave. The sun was going down, and I knew that if I stopped playing, he going to want to fight me. So <laughs> I kept playing, and I kept beating him because he couldn't beat me in that goal. Nobody could beat me back there because, first of all, I was passionate about it, and second of all, I had expectations that nobody could beat me there. I just felt like I could throw the ball up from anywhere, shoot from anywhere, because I had been shooting back there for years as a kid. <laughs> And i never forget that finally I came to my senses because the streetlights was coming on, and I finally just said, I'm going to let this guy win. And he didn't even realize I let him win, but I let him win so he could walk off the court and say he he beat me over there. He could say he's the only one that ever beat me in that backyard. But first of all, I went by to fight him, and I, wouldn't, I, I, I had to lose to him so that he could leave because he was going to stay there all night. I mean, I was throwing up shots from everywhere because, I mean, I just – I mean, I could step across the the line and just shoot because I had been shooting back there every day all day long. I didn't, I didn't know that's the reason why. I didn't know because repetition was the. I'm, I'm thinking about all this stuff now. That was that was that was then. And I remember when the streetlight came on, and you get my mom came out on the back porch, which was three houses down. And I could hear her say, "Tony," <laughs> like, "Oh God!" And his partners were standing there, like, you know, you know, they was his flunkies. And finally, I just, you know, I just, I just figured it out. Okay, then I said, "Man, you beat me, man." He said, "Yeah, I told you." I told he said, "He said if I ever get a chance to shoot over here as much as you, I beat you every time." I said, "Man, you probably right, man." I said, "You probably right. Let's go." <laughs> but the thing is, I'm, I'm talking. I had the passion, I had the expectations, and it was hard for me to lose. And the third thing you have to have is imagination. You got to see it. You got to. You got to feel. You got to. You know that's what they say. The school try to kill. Try to keep us from dreaming and stop having imagination. It, it kind of takes that away from you. It strips you from, you know, sitting up, daydreaming and thinking. You know. I used to do that in our. You know, we had like an. I guess my senior year, we had like a. I don't know if they still have that now. You remember you had to have an hour study where you're supposed to sit in this room and everybody's sitting there and you're supposed to be studying something. And I would be sitting in there just daydreaming, looking out the window. And the teacher said, you're going to have to study something, Tony. You're just not going to be able to sit up in here like that. You know what I'm saying? And so I remember I went and got the dictionary and I started going through the dictionary, every word, writing them down and stuff like that. And that was my goal, to go through the dictionary for a whole year. I wound up doing a lot of that. I didn't I don't know if I went through the whole thing, but I was writing down words and stuff. That's what, that was my study, I guess. But before that, I was just sitting up, you know, thinking and, you know, they don't want you doing that. I guess, you know, it depends on what you're thinking about, I guess. I don't know. But imagination, seeing yourself at at a certain point, seeing yourself at a position, seeing yourself, um, you know, I don't know, getting promoted or walking across the stage, getting your, you know, walking across the Zoom now. <laughs> seeing yourself promoted on the page, seeing the flyer created for you, seeing all of that. You know what? You can do that now. 
Check that out. You can do that now. You know, if you're in the company with us, you can literally go to the back office and create what flower you want. You ain't got to show it, but you can create it, print it out, and put it on your desk. You can create that you're a diamond. You can create that you're whatever. And just, you know, keep it on your screen. Put it on your phone. Look at it every day because the, the way you create the flowers is back there. You can start the imagination process right now. You can go to double diamond, triple diamond, whatever. I don't know what exact flowers are there, but you can go do that. You can go create that right now and look at it on a regular basis. You know? And so you can, that imagination will be there for you. <clears throat> Somebody just texted me a picture of theirs. Of them already with that title and their picture. So you can put that on your phone. What you call that? The, the phone thing? What, you know, where the phone screen or whatever that is. The saver. Screen saver. Create it. Create it. Whatever position you plan on getting to next or whatever, create it now. Put it on your screensaver. And look at it every day. So in in order to sculpture your world, you need to have a desire that's going to bring out the fashion. You need to have the expectations that's going to, you know, it's going to it's going to give you the belief to keep going because you expect it. And then you got to have the imagination and see it. Those are just three things. I'm just saying we almost have to have those. I don't know what other things you got to have, but look look and see which one of those that you that you're not doing. Look and see which one. <clears throat> Where you are right now could have been an accident. I don't know where you, you stumbled over here or not. But guess what? Where you're going from here on can be by design. You can design where you want to go. You can design where you want to go. You design it. You, you, you do it. You create it. And you look at it and you talk about it and you work toward it. And you're going to win. I'm going to tell you this. You can do it, folks. You keep saying to yourself. I'm going to keep screaming this for the next 60 days, then I'm going to go back to reality, I guess. <laughs> no, Here we go. You can do it. You got to keep saying you can do it. You got to keep saying it. Y'all, and y'all put the screensaver on. I, I was going to say show it to me. I don't know how you can show it to me. I mean, I guess you could take a picture of it and send it to me, you know. But you got to be looking at it, talking about it, and doing it. All right. Boy, we didn't do but one point today because I recapped and did all others. So, you know, on uh, today, Wednesday, on Friday, we're going to do some more. All right, these are just things that I'm adding on the sheet of paper now. You know, I could add more as we go along, some of my, some of my thoughts that are so important. All right. All right, let's get to it, folks, while you're really here. Because I'm going to go and let – this is something that uh, uh, that Faith's going to win today. Because I'm going to make sure Faith win today. I'm going to give her something. She says she's from New York. That's what she said. I'm from New York. From New York. She's in Birmingham right now, but she's from New York. She got 20 points. Eric has 10 points. Renee has 5 points. Sleeping Ronda, who's not on here, got 5. Chris got 5. Tammy has 5. Lavonda has 5. Royce has 5. Kimberly has 5. So nobody even close to... To Faith, but Eric, he has $10. Faith got $20. All right, Faith, since you're from New York, you're from New York, let me, I'm going to give you one from New York. That's a dead giveaway right there. All right. Y'all ready? Hold on. I had water. Wow. I just... Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Don't sound like you're ready. Somebody said, like, oh, oh, yeah, we're ready. Yeah, that's what I say. All I, right. I catch All it. Hold on a second. Hold on. I catch it. All right, Faith. Trying to let you win. Here we go. Make sure my phone is clear. I need the name of the art, the group, and the name of the song. 
it's spinning. Don't tell me it's going to jam up on me today. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's spinning. Oh, this is an error. <laughs> God dang. Why well, I want to do an error today? All right, let me let me see if I can clear this up. I forgot what I did last time. I didn't give up, remember? I kept going, and it finally cleared up. All right, let's try this. Oh, my God, it's still saying error on the bridge. Uh, what did I do? What did I do? Did I log out and come back in? Let me try that. Hold on a second. See if I can log out and come back in. Cause see, I won. I won and kept going last time. I got to keep going this time until I get it. Hold on, put it on speaker. Y'all, hold on. I'm gonna make sure I get this. I can't believe it froze up like that. Logging out. See if I can log back in. All right. Let's go. Starting over. Let's see here. All right, let's try it now. Come on. Not doing it. It's gonna it's gonna do it. Remember I said we're gonna stay positive, so let me see how else, what else can I do? Error and bridge. Please try again later. Let's see. Let me refresh. Let me double refresh. Refresh again. <laughs> Somebody said just sing the song. <laughs> y'all gonna y'all gonna swear y'all don't know what it is. I wish I could figure out what did I do last time, because I, I, did I log? I logged out and came back in. Mm-hmm. Somebody don't want you to win, Faye. All right, let me try to go to history and then come back. Kimberly says she don't want you to win, Faith. <laughs> I'm sure everybody on you don't want you to win. You're too close. Then I'll give you a song from New York. Come on. See, because I got it last time, I'm not giving up. Remember, I almost gave up last time. But dang. What is it doing? Why is it doing that? Let's see. All right, let me try. Let me try one of these. Uh, let me try another, like a, uh, a clip. Let me try a clip. This is not a song here if it comes on. I finally get to LA. Wow. Graduate. Now, how the clip plays? And um, I <laughs> have to pursue my dream. All right, so I'm going to stop the clip, go back. I guess we got it now. Let's see. Come on. That's crazy. How the clip play? I know. Let me go back to the page. All right, here we go. Here we go.